Welcome to the podcast. Are you ready to thrive? You've tuned in to the most joy-filled podcast on the internet. Just like finding that bonus French fry at the bottom of the bag. Welcome to The Last Try with Patrick and Deacon B. So I'm watching some videos, the, uh, the lost in time videos, mm-hmm. and I came across this one with this dad, and the, the little caption was the difference between uh, raising boys and raising girls. Okay. And there's this picture of this dad and he's got a big bean bag and he's got his little toddlers, little toddler son, little toddler daughter. And, mm-hmm. and he, and he picks up his, his daughter and he kind of holds her gently and sort of jiggles her. So she's giggling. And then he mm-hmm. kind of, you know, gently lays her, just kind of, kind of flops her into the, into the bean bag and then <clears throat> picks up his son Throws him up in the air, catches him with um, with one leg, does a you know a body slam WWE thing into the bean bag, and the kids giggling and picks up his daughter again, she, you know jiggles her a little bit, sends her gently down into the bean bag <laughs> chair. And, uh, I was just thinking that is so that is so true, but uh, such a great example of uh, kind of what we're talking about in our next series is this idea of gentleness. And, mm. and what it means to be gentle and who and what are we, are we gentle with? Um, so that's kind of where we're going, ladies and gentlemen, as we, as we get into the next topic of our series is gentleness. And I think perhaps it's going to be good for us to understand kind of the background meaning, I think, of these words, Patrick. I think okay. that... Um, you know, sometimes we hear a word and we're not exactly sure how it's used in context. And right. so in the context of the list that we're going through, gentleness is not necessarily just that. It is not being super tender or weak or kind of, um, you know, flaccid or, or you know, uber peaceful or whatever. It's it's right. not that. It's It's actually... Gentleness, as it's used in this context, is actually uh, a sign of strength mm-hmm. that that you have the ability to overcome your desire to be forceful or to be right. angry or to be uh, argumentative and step back and control yourself. And it expresses itself in in gentleness. And I think we see it. I think we know some some gentle people, and we've also know some people who are not that gentle. Mm-hmm. They're not, they are not, they are not super, uh, super gentle. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where we're headed. Uh, what about you thoughts on, on gentleness as we get into, yes. into today's topic? Yeah. When, uh, when I was thinking about this topic, it wouldn't leave my mind that the word gentleness is very intertwined with the word grace and gracefulness. And I think in order to be gentle, you have to have some grace. And in order for your grace to be recognized as such, you need to be gentle. And I was trying to think of things. What what can I do that's not gentle, but is still graceful? And the only thing I could think of is 
inadvertently trip, slipping on ice or tripping on something because you look so graceful in the process, but it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not gentle. You're going to have a hard landing. But when dealing with people, if you think about it, I can't be gentle and really aggressive all at the same time. Even in an emergency situation, if you think about like a first responder, is everything around, there's a fire, a house fire going on and they just pulled somebody out, they're coughing. That responder is in a crazy environment and yet they're still gentle with that person, right? They're still trying to sound calm and reassuring while they're trying to get an IV started. And it, there's an urgency there. It's crazy, but that person is still gentle. And it, it, that's one that's what remarkable to me. But the other one is really gentleness and grace are very intertwined. And I struggle with being both consistently. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I struggle no doubt. Time with that. Yeah. And I think, I think a couple of the words that are associated with it are uh, polite and restrained. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think those are come, some other words that I found when I was kind of looking into this, right. this word. It's like talking about how to be polite, you know, how to be uh, restrained in your emotions, um, right. how to look at it, like you said, a chaotic situation and be compassionate, right? That's another word. It's like you yeah. showing, showing compassion for those that are in need is a sign of, of gentleness. Yes. And I think again, if we, if we try to think about gentle people, you know, we think of moms, uh, you know, with their children. We think of, I don't know, Mother Teresa. I know there was this video I saw of her when she was, you know, deep in the, in her ministry and the the poverty and just the despair of, of India. And there was this child that was just, just wailing, unconsolable. And she just came to the child who was this little baby in this crib mm-hmm. and was just rubbing, you know, just rubbed her for about... 30, 45 seconds, a minute, minute and a half. And the child just calmed down. Mm-hmm. She just exuded this sort of gentle spirit, which I thought was pretty cool. And, you know, kind of on the, on the professional side, there was a, it was an episode of big bang theory uh, that I just saw. <laughs> and uh, they had the HR director and then they had their president of the university. was talking to Sheldon and, and Amy and yeah. they were being corrected. And the, the, the president's like, you are embarrassing this university and everyone is counting on you and you're blowing it. And <laughs> the HR director goes, oh, president, I think what he's trying to say is that you are embarrassing this university. Everybody's counting on you and you're blowing it. <laughs> and she's like, what's the difference? And she goes, I'm saying it in my gentle HR voice. That's the difference. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. <laughs> there we go from the corporate world. Um, but I think it's I think it's important for us to contemplate our own interactions. Mm. How do we? How do I? Because I'm with you. So there are times when I am not very gentle, and yes. as a teacher in the classroom, the kids or sometimes a little bit out of control and mm-hmm. you just sort of, you know, lose it or you're just barking or at your own kids or your spouse or your friends or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? This idea yes. of being gentle, even for those who don't necessarily deserve it, <laughs> that's where it's a virtue. You yes. know, if you can be gentle with the folks that have aggravated you and caused you grief and you can be self-restrained and come back at them with compassion and empathy. Bingo. That's where we're hitting the gentleness in, uh, in how it was designed in this series. So challenges mm-hmm. for all of us to be sure. Oh, totally. To sure. And yep. when I was 
working through this topic, thinking about my past and one of the areas I wish I were more gentle. And and I think before I continue, let me let me say this. I think you can be firm and gentle at the same time. Sure. So let me wrap that into my my past. And that is when I was a dad of a younger of three younger children, there's nothing wrong with being firm with what you're trying to make happen, right? Do not go outside until you I'm not sure I was always gentle and graceful in the delivery of that message, especially if I was frustrated. And the older I get, the more I'm more cognizant of when I'm slipping out of a state of grace or I desperately need to get back into a state of grace when dealing with the situation. I think I've gotten better, but when I look back, I wish I were better earlier. So for our listeners who either have younger children who are starting to enter parenthood or you are entering parenthood uh, is to think about how can I be graceful even when I'm gritting my teeth because my children aren't listening to me or they're not behaving right or whatnot is to be that, that graceful person, even though you have to be firm with your decision or firm with the message that, that HR example, right? One is to the president screaming where the HR lady's like, you're blowing it. And she was graceful. The message didn't change, right? but you're graceful about it. And I wonder if, and, and is, is that to say that sometimes raising your voice is appropriate? Yes. I think there are times where you just have to punctuate what you're trying to get across with a little bit of volume. But again, oh, yeah. volume doesn't make your point more valid. It doesn't make your opinion more truthful or convincing. So, and, and that's the other place I think we see a lack of gentleness and grace is in the discourse and dialogue happening in society about, I like, I like purple and you like yellow, but if you're yellow, I don't like you because you're not hearing my purpleness and the louder they get, they think they're getting their point across. We're missing some of that grace and, and gentleness when it comes to chatting with each other. And it's okay to disagree. That's the other one is it's okay to disagree. I like yellow, you like purple, but we're still nice people. We like color, right? We like colors. So let's join in and, and enjoy the color, even though purple might not be my favorite or yellow is not my, whatever. We've lost that as, as a society. And it really has trickled into our one-on-one interactions where we will abandon gentleness and go right for volume or gritting teeth or whatnot when maybe a little extra step will get us to the other side where we can hang on to our composure while getting things done so yeah absolutely absolutely yep hey and speaking of gentle feedback do we have some oh i like this Hey, because you know what today is? If you're uh, keeping track of the calendar. We got some mail. Hey. We got some mail. Got that carnival kind of feel. Hmm? Nice. Nice. Nice nice intro to the mailbag as we enter uh, (laughs) Fat Tuesday. For those of you who are listening uh, in series, in session, on time, as we are posting these things per week, uh, this is the week of Lent. It's Today is actually mm-hmm. Tuesday, Fat Tuesday. Ash Wednesday is tomorrow. And if you're curious, hey, what's all that, you know, Ash Wednesday about Lent, sacrifices, all that kind of stuff, check out some of our previous seasons, previous episodes. We've gone into depth about the whole Lenten theory and philosophy and mm-hmm. idea and uh, what the whole Ash Wednesday is and isn't. 
um, from the uh, Catholic perspective. So check that out. But for the mailbag, uh, we've got some, some good feedback on the series. Again, lots of people are enjoying uh, the various topics and this series. And in particular, uh, I'm, for those of you who are listening, uh, we're talking about peace last week, peacefulness and being at peace. And my wife had mentioned that our son-in-law is one of the, the few people that um, she finds to be kind of peaceful just because he's you know comfortable in where he's at and he's kind of go with the flow. And, and <laughs> we were talking to uh, my daughter and, and him. Who is, I don't, for those of you who go way back, that he is not only in the mailbag, but uh, the voice of the mailbag. That is correct. And uh, so they were, we were talking to him and we're FaceTiming and we were talking about the show and, and, and how he was one of the ones that was listed as being peaceful. And, and my daughter was, you know, kind of, she had this look like, eh, well, maybe, maybe not, you know, maybe you should try living with him <laughs> kind of thing. Uh and then a little later in the conversation, we established that perhaps uh, some of what she says is filtered out either uh, intentionally or accidentally. The frequency of her voice sometimes does not register on the mm. eardrums mm. of his auditory processing. And he's like, so she goes, see, so you don't even hear a lot of what I said. And he goes, that's probably why I'm so peaceful. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no yikes so i said all right that's making it where that's making it into the mailbag right there there it is that's the that's a feedback sometimes peace comes from um deafness i think is it maybe maybe is the perhaps uh, is that but as we kind of as we kind of come into the the closing of the show we kind of uh like we do it's kind of be on the more uh, positive, upbeat side. Uh, I came across a story of a of a young man. Uh, he and his his business associate were were leaving, you know, after a hard day at the office, and and they came out of the office complex, and there was a young woman who was very much in distress. Um, clearly, uh, you know, drug issues, and you know, super skinny, and you know, kind of being on the streets, kind of kind of look, and kind of freaking out. And instead mm-hmm. of doing the normal, you know runaway or gawk, uh, kind of stuff. His, his business partner like very gently went over and engaged her in conversation and calmed her down a little bit and came to understand, you know, she was a heroin addict and she'd been clean Mm. for a while, but then she, she just couldn't, you know, she went back and she was freaking out and she was having a, you know, an, an overdose episode and she, you know, begged him to call the the paramedics. And so they called and they waited with her and the guy's story was just, he was just impressed at how, again, firm, but gentle and compassionate this guy was, um, with this perfect stranger who was freaking out. Um, So I think that's kind of, you know, a story that shows that we are presented with opportunities, I think probably a lot more than we're aware of to engage in some gentleness towards our fellow human being. And a lot of it comes, you know, like we talked about the reduction of your own pride is, is one of the Hmm. suggestions on how to become more gentle. Sure. Sort of, sort of realize that it's not like we mentioned, it's not weakness is there's actually strength in sort of reducing the self-righteousness that comes so often. And also the tone, you know, because I, I know my wife and I are, are constantly Hmm. talking and, um, 
tone is very important. It's, you yes, know, it sometimes is. not exactly what you say, but how you say it, that makes all the difference. Yes, so uh, watch your tone and, and you can be strong and gentle. You know, I, I keep thinking about that story, you know, Ferdinand the Bull, the, you know, that we read and it became famous in the blind side. And I don't know how true that whole Michael Orr thing is, you know, all that kind of stuff. But right. in the movie, it was pretty cool because he was the gentle giant, you know, mm-hmm. that you can be, you can be big and strong and still be gentle um, in how you interact with, with everybody, with your family, right. with your spouse, with your neighbors, with your business, your classmates, your bosses, your employees, your people on the bus, people on the street, people in the car, everywhere you meet, look for opportunities to engage in gentleness because you can be bold, be strong, be gentle, and be a member of our family here on The Last Fry. Please visit us on Instagram at The Last Fry Podcast, Facebook at the last fry and twitter at last fry podcast please leave us a comment about this or any of our episodes we really appreciate your feedback the pulse bumper music was composed by evegne kiselevich and is used under a royalty-free license purchased through safemusiclist.com mailbag music and additional sound effects are provided via a royalty-free license purchased through fesslianstudios.com donation and from the youtube studio library Use of other sound effects or music beds will be credited in the episode notes when appropriate.